Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Slick Talk Podcast Show. I am your host, the one and only Shane Ahmad. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate you guys for listening. Yes. <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. Um, you know what? I did a show earlier this week, and um, the, the show that I did earlier this week was a remake of the show that I did prior, but I did I somehow forgot to save the show and I lost it. So I had to redo it. And then uh, on the second show, the redo, I didn't cover some stuff that I really want to talk about. So I, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to come back with the second show for the week. So, yeah, here I am back at you. And today in today's show, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different random stuff. We're going to be talking about stuff that's in the news uh, today. It's uh, uh, it's Friday. Uh, September something as a matter of fact let me go look at the calendar it's September the 9th and um, I'm gonna talk about some things that's in the news today some things that's on my mind I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of news of the weird you know some crazy ass stuff that's kind of funny and um, I'm gonna give you a little word at the end uh, word of confidence and stuff like that so lo- you know you know no further ado as a lot of people like to say well I am going to go ahead and get into it, and while I do that, I'm going to bring up my computer because it just logged me off, so that's a little weird. But anyway, appreciate you guys listening to me. So first first things first, I know many of you guys have found out and seen in the news by now or on social media that Queen Elizabeth has passed away um, at 96 years old. Uh, just two days ago, today is Friday, so on Wednesday, the uh, United Kingdom um, introduced to, well, I guess they sw- swore in their new prime minister, a female, and uh, the Queen of England had to, well, the Queen, Queen Elizabeth had to do her duties with, like, you know, shaking the person's hand or doing the swearing process. And then, you know, she looked very old and frail, which, you know, she's always done that. You look that way to me because, you know, she's 96 years old. Um, she was in her 60s when I was born. So um, so she's always looked old to me. But, like, you know, she looked really old and extremely frail there. But, you know, she had life in her and she was smiling and she stood up and she shook the lady's hands. And two days later, she was dead. Um, and the weird thing about, you know, the, the Queen of England or Queen Elizabeth's death is that um, she died in Scotland? She had a she has a summer home in Scotland, and that's where she died. I, I, you know, I, that kind of was shocking to me. I was thinking, oh my, wow, you're the queen, you have a palace to live in, but you go to a whole other country to lay your head and stuff like that and die somewhere else. But you know, it is what it is. I didn't know. I didn't see in the news that the queen died. I actually was on Facebook, and I was scrolling. And I saw on there where uh, someone had posted that the queen had passed away. And, you know, I was, you know, well, basically someone, they didn't necessarily say the queen had passed. They made a joke about some queen passing or something like that or, or whatever. And I was thinking, oh, that's a little weird. So I decided to go on the news sites and look it up. And that's where I saw that the queen had passed away. Um, I'm going to pull up to you guys what I saw on my Facebook page. A person on there said, why nobody told me about Queen Elizabeth? Ding dong, the witch is dead. And, you know, for me, I I thought to myself, huh? So that's why I said I wouldn't go look on the news and saw that the queen, Queen Elizabeth, passed away. 
I don't know a whole lot about, you know, the whole, the Queen of England and stuff like this, other than, you know, things that I've he heard here and there about incest and um, scandalous things that goes on in the royal family, which I'm pretty sure all royal families have scandalous things going on, as many non-royal families have scandalous things going on. But uh, it, to me, it just was very, you know, I just could not believe that somebody would say, um, nobody told me about the Queen Elizabeth, ding dong, the witch is dead. Uh, I, I was thinking like, man, I don't know if it's just me or what, but to me that just, you know, you know, then I go on social media and then I'm seeing that many other people are making negative comments about her passing and, you know, saying negative things and wishing that, you know, the news wouldn't be spending, wouldn't be spending so much time on the Queen's passing and stuff like that. And honestly, to me, I thought it was very insensitive. I thought it was very nasty, very evil. And it also showed that there's a lot of people in this world who, who just have sh chips on their shoulders. I know I may have sh chips on my shoulders, but I'll usually have a chip on my shoulder to someone who's actually done me wrong, you know, to, towards me. Um, so, and I thought to myself, like, you know, people make fun of people's deaths. Like, wow, that's crazy. Um, I mean, I know people do it, but just to see it done to the magnitude like that is just like, man, there's a lot of hateful, evil people in this world. Um, because my thing is, if you weren't familiar with the Queen of England or whatever, and if she passed away, it keeps scrolling, you know? It's like, okay, you know, God rest her soul, keep on going, you know? But, you know, just to take out time of your day to comment and say something about someone who you don't like, to me, was just nasty. And the funny thing about this particular post that I just read to you guys where it said, ding dong, the witch is dead. Now, the funny part about that post is the person who posted that practices witchcraft. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I've, you know, I heard the grapevine, you know, that they, you know, practice witchcraft, you know. Um, I studied all kind of different things in life and I, I, I've never done witchcraft, but I know about it. I know people who do it. So I know little subtle things about people when I can, you know, I, I can pick up, um, that they're into, you know, a little bit of white or dark magic or whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really nasty. And then like, you know, and then all throughout the day, that's all I was just reading from mostly black people saying that ne negative, nasty things about the queen. And people can have their opinions. I can understand that. But, you know, it's just amazing that um, someone could say something so nasty about someone's, uh, you know, death. Like, you know, like um, there's a, you know, my mom's husband passed away last year. He and I were, I never liked the guy. Um, he never liked me. When he passed away, I did not go to the funeral. Uh, I went to the funeral home to, to sign the book. But I did not go to the funeral for my mom's ex-husband because I did not like the man. Um, I did not talk bad about him. I didn't wish death on him or anything like that. His mother, I talked to her, you know, sent a card to, to the family and stuff. My mother married this man. I didn't marry him. This was something, you know, she did this later in my life. This was her, her doing. I never considered him nor his family any part of me of my family as I'm pretty sure my mom never considered any of his children a, uh, a part of her because his children were trash you know you know street street walkers and drug dealers and all this kind of stuff like that so I know my mom wasn't going for that but when this man died I didn't say nothing negative because my thing is I couldn't stand the guy and to be quite honest uh, 
I could have put him in his grave, for, you know, be, before, you know, whatever happened to him did it. But I I just wasn't going to be talking about somebody because I don't want that to come back on me. You know, karma's a bitch and karma isn't that. Karma is very nasty. And you got to watch, you got to watch people like that, that you have to watch that toxic trait of somebody who is that evil to talk bad about anyone's death. Granted, things go on in our mind. You know, I understand that. But but to get on a social media and and be toxic like that, I am telling my listeners, you watch people like that um, because they're, they're showing you a side of toxic, you know, a level of toxic that is in them. And one of these days, you're going to be on the back end of that toxicity toxicity however you want to say it so like i said you know rest in peace to the queen of queen elizabeth you know i i am an american i don't know a whole lot about her i I did not study about her her or any other kings and queens in the country i mean in the world um truthfully be honest with you i know y'all gonna laugh when i say this the only queen i acknowledge is beyonce so so but you know rest in peace to queen elizabeth uh, elizabeth um and by the way, did you guys hear that Meghan Markle, you know, one of the little mixed girls who married the Queen's, one of the Queen's grandsons, she was not invited to be with the family uh, when they got word that Queen Elizabeth was dying. Um, so her husband, who's a prince, had to do all of that by himself. You know, well, well not by himself, without his wife. You know, she is part of the royal family. But in all honesty and all respect to the royal family, they did denounce themselves from the royal family and moved to California. Um, but I can understand why, you know, the son, whichever Prince Harry or William, whichever one there is, I don't really get into to, to these people and who, who they are and their names. But to be really honest, I don't relate to them just, just naturally, just, just by looks. I just don't feel like I relate to them enough. And I'm sure they look, can look at me and probably feel the same. But anyway, um, I can understand where, you know, this is, at the end of the day, you did denounce yourself from the royal family, but this is your grandmother. So I can understand, you know, you going back home. And um, and I can understand the royal family saying, well, you know, you denounced yourself, but you're still blood, so come be with your grandmother. But this other hussy girl, that this woman that you married who um, got you out of the royal family, you leave her where she is she's not welcome here so I kind of understand it you know I understand it you know apparently the royal family wasn't too big on her anyway allegedly and um allegedly she wasn't too big on them she she cited you know things of you know racial racial tensions um between them and her being that she was of mixed race or whatever um you know like Meghan Markle's a beautiful lady but I'm gonna be really honest when I say this I still don't care. Like last week I did a show and I talked about her and her podcast with Mariah Carey, where she talked about um, her mixed race um, identity and going through life, you know, as a mixed person and stuff like that. And I respected it and stuff like that. Like I said, I don't dislike her, but you know, when she feels slighted by things, like I just honestly don't care. Um, And, and maybe she doesn't care. Maybe she didn't want to go, you know, Maybe she didn't want to be around them. You know, maybe she was like, you know, I don't really like them. Baby, you go ahead and be with your family. I'll hold it down over here wherever I am. Then you can come back or whatever. I get it. And then especially when someone dies suddenly, because 
I remember last year when my mom's husband died, he died suddenly, well, her, her ex-husband, he died suddenly, and it didn't give me enough time to get my attitude together, you, you know? Like, I didn't have enough time to get my attitude to come, get together to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to come around the family. You're like, no, it was, it was just too sudden, so I didn't show up. I just didn't show up. Um, so I understand it. You know, maybe she didn't want to be around them or whatever. I don't know. And if she didn't want to go and they didn't want her there, then it's not a problem at all, you know? Because let me tell you, this is nothing worse to, to like, feel like you have to force yourself into a room or a space with a person or people who you feel don't even like you. Because I'm that guy. I don't give a damn. I don't got to be there because I don't want to be comfortable and I don't need to prove a point. You can kiss my ass just as much as you think I need to kiss yours. You know, because there's other things in this world to be worried about and thinking about and doing, you know. But anyway, um, what else do I want to talk about? It wasn't a whole lot going on in the news today. Um, oh, you know what? There is one thing I wanted to tell you guys, something I saw that was funny. This was like news of the weird. Um, did you guys hear? I heard, I heard this on The Breakfast Club a while ago. I think it was The Breakfast Club. They were talking about a lady in Florida who called the, uh, she was arrested for calling the police station a bunch of times in uh, like a six or seven month period. And eventually they uh, went ahead and arrested this woman. Um, So let me go ahead and read you guys the story. This is from uh, Riff.com. This lady, a Florida woman is in some trouble after abusing a public service. 50-year-old Sierra Jefferson has made more than 11,000 harassing phone calls to an emergency line this year alone. She reportedly admitted that she loves playing this game. <laughs> she says, uh, well, according to the investigator, she, she's harassed, belittled, swears at, argues with the employees who answer the, the, the call, when officers arrive to Jefferson's residence, she retreats inside and refuses to answer the door. She has also given officers the middle finger and scream at them through the window. Finally, enough was enough and she was arrested. What the hell? <laughs> I thought that, guys, I thought that was funny. Like, this woman called 911 11,000 times harassing them and she's a black woman named Korea Jefferson or Carla Jefferson. And she's 50 years old. I'm looking at her mugshot now. She, she looked like she might. I mean, she looked like she might be just. Uh, she doesn't look like crazy, but she just looked like. You know, she probably lost custody of her children and stuff like that. You know, she just looked like somebody who's just not responsible and is not all the way, all the way, um, all the way together. Like it's probably somebody whose house is filthy and, and nasty and she sits in a hoarded house. She just looked like. You know, she just gave up a long time ago. I thought that was funny um, because I remember um, being a kid and me and my friends, we would uh, get on the phone and we would call random Chinese restaurants in our town and we would say the dumbest, craziest things. And we would take turns like we would get on three ways. So I'll get one of my good friends and then I will use 
three-way on my phone to call a Chinese restaurant. And then they would use three-way on their phone to call a Chinese restaurant. So that way, now we have four people on the line. And then we would get it to somewhere to both the Chinese people at the different Chinese restaurants would start talking with each other. And they would be so confused because they're both thinking that someone's calling to place an order for food. <laughs> so we would do that and we would be in the background laughing and cracking up. It used to be funny. So when I saw this story, um, that reminded me of that. But damn, girl, you call, that's some nerve. You call 11,000 times. I honestly think if I did that probably about the fifth or sixth times, I'd probably have my ass arrested. Wherever town she's in, they must be just really going to be feeling like it. But anyway, um, getting on with this show here. I have realized and I've gotten feedback from a lot of you guys. You guys like the dating advice stuff from me. So, you know, I was thinking, well, you know, my listeners like to talk about dating things and stuff like that. So I'm going to come up with some dating advice that's kind of just randomly came up out of my head and I jotted them down. I was like, you know, I'm going to talk to my listeners about this. Um, I have, you know, I have been in maybe two. Well, I, I take that back. I've been in one real, you know, semi serious relationship in my life. Um, I'm going to be quite transparent when I say this and a lot of you're going to probably be looking around like, wow, I don't like people. I genuinely don't care for people that much. Um, I'm an ambivert. I'm not, I'm an, I'm not an introvert. I'm not an extrovert. I'm an ambivert. I can do either or, but when I, when I do introvert stuff, my social battery drains quickly. Um, and I like, you know, I like to retreat. So for me, being in a relationship is draining, just naturally draining because I, I like to not be bothered much. Um, especially when I get home from work or something like that. Like, I don't, I don't want to be bothered too much. I want, I don't feel like talking on my phone. I, I, you know, I don't feel like being asked to go do this and next do that a lot of times. And if I want to do it on my own, if I, you know, then that's fine. I just found being in relationships was just incredibly draining. Um, especially when you have friends, like if I want to talk and have a good time, I call my friends and we talk and all that kind of stuff. And if I want to do grown up stuff, you have your friends with benefits. You have fun with them and you send them on their way. Why the hell do I want to be in a relationship and stuff like this and be aggravated with people and their drama and their problems that they have and stuff like that and vice versa. So for me, you know, being in a real relationship is, it was, you know, it was honestly very hard. Um, it's not something that I think about all, all the time or desire. So that's probably why if, you know, you're on these dating sites and you try to talk with me or, you know, get to know me and stuff like this. Uh, that's probably one of the reasons why, because I'm just it's not using me. I'm just not interested. You know? But anyway, but I have dated around enough to give people advice because I have tried. I really have. I tried for many years. Um, but, you know, at 30 something years old now, I have come to realize, wait a minute, you know, I've learned myself a little bit more and I've learned to not put myself in situations where I will fail. Um, so dating advice, number one that I, you know, this is stuff I've come up with. Be careful of dating a vague person. And when I say be careful of dating a vague person, I mean, don't date somebody who is like a fog to you. There's no clarity with things, especially when you clarify yourself and you communicate with them about an issue or something that's going on and they give you these vague responses 
you know, and then when you try to get clarity, they rather keep it vague and stuff like this. Let me tell you this. That is the first sign of your ass getting played. You know, I, you know, that that's how I feel. You know, that that's like if you if you date somebody who's always kind of vague and stuff like that, that is the first sign that this person is using my, trying to play mind games on you and being very manipulative. And they're trying to keep you in an, an, you know, in a area of mental space so you can't figure out what their really, their real intentions are. That's how it is often is. I've dated a person like that and it used to drive me crazy because I, you know, I would ask questions and either, you know, about something simple and it would always be like a vague, you know, this vague response and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and it's just kind of like, you know, you know, and, and every now, you know, no one's perfect. Sometimes somebody may give you a vague response answer about something. But if somebody is constantly giving you a vague response and you're dating this person, but you feel like there is a, a certain barrier there that just is just really weird. And you try to address it and they don't really address it. And they give you a vague, unanswerable stuff. Keep your guard up. Coming from Uncle Shane or Big Brother Shane or Zaddy, whatever the hell you want to call me. Listen to me when I tell you, keep your guard up. Watch it. And if it goes on a little bit too while longer, retreat. Tell, you know, tell that person, say, hey, look, um, I really like you. You know, I try, I'm, I want to move forward with you. But, you know, there's a, there's specific things that I find it hard to move forward with you on because I'm not getting a lot of clarity on it. And it, and it seems like this is something you're trying to avoid. Um and I respect your space. I respect your boundaries because I feel that's what it is. But for me, I need to know this. So therefore, with you, you know, I'm going to have to um, I'm gonna have to back off. Listen, listen, listen to me, guys. <laughs> Do it, because believe me, I'm someone who has been in that situation. I guess some people can say I'm projecting, but I am someone who has been in that type of situation and have said to myself, I need to back out of this. But lo and behold, I was in love and I'm trying to fight for stuff. And in the end, I said to myself, I should have got that shit a long time ago. What the hell? You know, so that's why I say be careful of vague people. Vague people are usually um, are usually snakes, snakes in the grass, especially when they're vague all the time. Um, And if you're trying to, you know, be in a relationship with them. Um, now they're your friends or your coworkers, then who, who gives a shit? But you know, if there's somebody who you're trying to build a relationship with, with, um, and they're always vague with you, that's a red flag. Also dating advice. Number two, be careful of deflective people, people who like to deflect. Once again, I may be projecting myself because I've dated a projecting person. I mean, excuse me, a deflective person. And you guys may say, Oh, Shane, what you mean deflective? What that mean? Okay, listen. What I mean by deflective, for the people who don't know. A deflective person is someone who deflects by, like, say, for example, you may say, Hey, you know what? Um, you know, I, you know, you're always on your, you know, you're always on yourself and I always hear your Snapchat going off, you know, you know, you know, what's up with that? Well, and their response to you is, oh, well, what do you mean? Your, your Snapchat goes off. Um, your Snapchat goes off sometimes. You don't think um, I don't hear it. You don't think I can have Snapchat, you know, this stuff like this. And then you're, and you're thinking to yourself. And, you know, for a fact, yes, my snap goes off here and there. 
but I'm around you all the time and your snap on your phone is always going off and your notification sounds are always going off. Um, but you know, when you're in a relationship and you're a person who you're dating is their Snapchat is going off. This is, it's a specific sound that that thing makes. And it's a little weird. I'm not going to lie. I hate to admit it, but yeah, it's a little weird. You're thinking like, okay, because snap can be a sneaky thing because someone can snap you something and it disappears, you know? And if you're, you're dating me or I'm dating you or whatever, and, and your snap is always going off. Yeah. That's a little weird. And then when I ask you about it, you don't even answer the goddamn question. <laughs> you don't even answer the question. You deflect it back onto me. And I'm thinking now. And, if, you know, if you're not somebody who's smart and realize what's going on and realize this person is deflecting, they've deflected back to you. Now they have you defending something that you confronted them about. If you're not smart. You know, you think to yourself, well, wait a minute, you know, you're talking about my snap. My snap doesn't go off like this and this, this, this. You know, I could put my phone out and show you, blah, blah, blah. All in the all in the meantime, they're deflecting away. Because now you're trying to prove your point about yourself while they're gonna still do what they want to do. If you're smart enough. But see, that's when you say, you say, you know what, you're right. You you know, that's when you because you know when a person who deflects and tries to throw things back on you. Give them grace and tell them, hey, yeah, you know what? You're right. You know, I have done that. You know, and, and say, you know, I, yeah, I've done that or whatever. I never realized that that, that bothered you. Um, moving forward, what would you like me to do with that? And then they'll tell you, oh, I want you to do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And then you say, oh, okay, you know, you know, now I know how you feel, you know, you know, so now I know what to do to not offend you. Now, what are you going to do to not? defend me with the same issue now see that's when you get them (laughs) that's when you get them because now you've addressed and closed the case on you now it's back to them and your case is closed now they're in the hot seat now they have to perform if they don't want to perform and they deflect back or you know get on with another subject and you leave that conversation and they're still not giving any, what do you want to call it, Assur- a reassurance. It's a red flag. It's a big time red flag. So watch those kinds of people. Um, third dating advice is be honest about what you want. Don't and don't bend. Hey, if you're out here looking for somebody you want to have sex with and, you know, two and three times out the week to have little quickies and stuff like that. Tell them, tell them straight up. Hey, I'm not looking for a real relationship. I just, I just want the physical thing about it, or I just want somebody who I can, you know, go out to eat with and not have any sex with. I'm not looking for anything extremely, extremely exclusive right now. You know, um, it's nothing wrong with telling people that like I have friends who they just, they want that, but they can't tell that to somebody because they feel like they may be looked at as a, a whore. Let me be really honest with you, y'all. Majority of people who you date or talk to and get to know in the back of their mind, they already think you a whore, especially in our society we live in with social media. You know, they already think, I mean, they're already probably thinking you a whore, low key. And you're probably thinking they're a little whore, low key. But, you know, you say, hey, look, I, you know, I want to get to know you a little more. Um, or, hey, I just want sex and that's it. I don't, I want no strings attached. I'm not into that. I'd rather be focused on school, work, entrepreneurship, whatever, my family, my children. Whatever I have going on, 
Um, and usually, you know, a mature person would respect that. And if, and if a person is not interested in that, then move on. Move on. Go get what you want and stop settling for stuff that you don't want. Um, in that case. And, you know, and be and be respectful, you know. You know, be respectful of them. You know, they tell you what they want. And, you know, if it's not what you want, then you respect it. Um, also, another uh, dating advice is be careful of someone who's too nice and generous early on. Is often a red flag and is also a sign of desperation. Be careful of somebody who you just met and they already trying to pay your bills. They're already trying to come and meet your mama and your daddy and um, all this kind of stuff. And they already want you to come meet their family and meeting all their friends and all that crap. And, um, you know, they're already buying you clothes, sending you gifts and stuff like this. And, you know, and, you know, you're a week or two into that. Some people may like that. But usually those kinds of people are very toxic and very desperate and they feel like they got to do whatever they can to get somebody to hold on to. Um, be careful of stuff like that. And someone who's too nice, someone who's just overly nice all the time. Mm, be careful about that, too. And I'm not saying that somebody needs to be mean to you, but someone who's just always nice and, you know, always sensitive and and all this kind of stuff like that. Um, always biting their tongue, holding back on stuff they didn't want to say. Be careful about that person because that's just a sign of what's to come if you start dating this person. Um, either this person's really phony or fake or this person's just weak and you need somebody who's a little stronger. And, you know, you never know. Um, also, uh, another dating advice is if you all aren't exclusive, be okay with it doing them. So like I said earlier, like, you know, if you're dating somebody or getting to know somebody and y'all have never had the exclusive conversation. Well, let's have the exclusive conversation. Say, Hey, look, Hey, look, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I like you. Um, I really do like you, but I'm not sure what we're doing at the moment. Is this something that you want to make an exclusive thing? Or is this something that is just very casual? And when I mean casual, you know, are you, open to, you know, are you out there talking and dating to other people? Would you be fine with me going on dates and talking with other people? Like, you know, what, what is it that you're looking for? You know, that, that's a grown up man. That's a grown up mentality to do that. Um, because if this person is mature and, 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 you know, you tell them like, tell them that they'll say, well, you know, I do, I really do like, you, you know, I, I you know, I, I wanted to ask you the question, but I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to come up with it, but you know, but yeah, I do want to be exclusive with you. That is something that I would like to be with. And if you want to be exclusive, exclusive with this person, then you guys have an agreement. Or if that person doesn't want, you know, wants to be exclusive with you, but you don't really feel like you want to be exclusive with them at the moment, tell them, just be honest, say, hey, look, um, you're really cool. I'm open to something more exclusive with you down the road. But right now, you know, I prefer this being casual as I have X, Y, Z going on or, or my tensions here and there. Or I just want to explore a little bit more. You know, it's nothing wrong with exploring, you know. Especially before you jump into something. You got so many people getting relationships out there, guys. They get into a relationship and then go explore the world and do all this cheating and stuff. That's tacky. That's tacky and that's a waste of time. And it's gross. You know. So. Also. So this is kind of a messy, a messy one. Don't have all your friends all up in your 
business. Let me say it again. Do not have your friends all up in your business. Ladies, if you're dating somebody and you're dating this guy and he has a big ass dick and he knows how to have really good sex with you when he eats you out and do all this kind of stuff. I know I'm getting a little explicit here. Um, don't go around telling your friends. Don't go around telling your friends because let's, because let's be honest, they're going to already know that there's something going on with this guy that you like. If he's still sticking around and he's keeping you around and you're happy. <laughs> yeah. Friends know, yeah, friends know what's up. They don't have to ask a question. I mean, and they don't even need to know the details, you know, and they try to get nosy to say, well, you know, we know we have a sex, you know, a healthy sex life and keep it moving. Um, don't be, don't be all up in your friends, you know, having your friends all up in your business, you know, unless it's something real serious, unless you just really need that one good friend to talk to about something that's going on. But you know how some people want to, um, bring their significant other right around their friends right off and and have that have their friends interview this person and grill them with questions and stuff that's tacky and i know as a man i'm not doing that you know i won't be doing that and um and if i'm asked to do that i will leave you can call me an asshole you can call me a bitch i really don't care i am going to protect and look out for myself no matter what your or anyone else's opinion is um because if I'm just getting to know you, why the hell do I want to sit and interact with your friends and get grilled and all this kind of stuff? You know, I personally think that's pretty tacky. And I would, you know, I'll say, hey, yeah, that, that's a little tacky. You know, I'm still getting to know you. I don't want to go sit up around and talk with your friends and stuff because everybody know we have friends and some of your friends are your biggest enemies as well. You, you know, you tell your, your, your girlfriends or your or your or your homeboys too much information, they can want to they can want to see for themselves. You go out there and tell your homeboy, oh yeah, this girl, she um, oh man, this girl I'm wish, man, she sucks some real mean dick and um oh yeah, you know, she's she does this and she does that and all this kind of stuff like that. And they see her and they may think, oh dang, she is fine. Let me, you know, let me see, you know, how she moves. Maybe she'll let me get a little peace and and you know and keep it quiet, because it happens. Some people do it. Um, you know, and then I'm just saying, and just don't have some of your friends in your business. Some friends are just jealous. They may not even be interested in the person you're dating, but they may just be jealous of the fact that you're in a relationship and they're not, or if you're happy and they're not, and they may just be jealous and just give off weird vibes. I remember years ago, I was in a relationship. I wasn't really in a real relationship. I am guilty of doing what I said not to do guys. I was dating somebody and, um, the person, uh, I introduced to one of my friends and, uh, it was the three of us went out to eat and this particular friend of mine was, um, very passive aggressive towards the person that I was dating. And I had kind of picked it up, you know, kind of like, you know, while, while we were out, out to eat, not really talking with, you know, it was like I was interacting with them by myself. It wasn't a group effort. Um, no, you know, my, 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 my friend wasn't making any, you know, a lot of eye contact. He's acting kind of shady, shy, um, and you know, fake and phony. And I was thinking to myself, you know, if this was something you didn't really want to do, I would have totally understood and not, you know, and just not do it and not, you know, not have you out here. 
or whatever. I, I didn't really care for that, but I never really said anything. But you know that 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 lunch date didn't last long. And I remember when um, we left, I had a conversation with that particular person I was talking to, and they and they told me they were like, you know, they told me how they felt, and I and everything they said, I saw all of it. Everything they said to me, I saw every bit of it, and I understood everything that they said. So after that, I never brought them back around um, again. And then the funny thing about it later on in life, after that, I was actually in a relationship with someone and, um, the person I was in a relationship with felt the same exact way about that particular friend. Um, just kind of being kind of standoffish, snooty-ish, um, you know, whatever, you know, kind of weird vibes, weird energy, which I, I noticed that as well. So, so, um, so that being said, moving forward, um, when I date people and stuff like that now, mm, my friends will hear about them through phone calls. But in-person talking and stuff like this meeting, mm, not right now. Nope. Don't have time for weirdness. And I don't have time to offend people or make people feel weird. You know, you just never know. And by the way, plus three is a crowd. Shit. I mean, let's be real here. Three, three is a damn all right, let me put, let me see what else is on this list here. All right, that's enough of the dating advice stuff. Now I want to get into something about um, something that's been on my mind that's kind of, you know, kind of something I feel like I need to talk to you guys about and get you guys to think about it. Um, have you guys ever ran into a person who, or do you guys know a person within your, like, circle well not really your circle someone you know in your life and your or your family work co-worker social media follower or something like that someone who never checks in on you never calls to see how you're doing never texts you none of this stuff until they want something and have the nerve to, to come up out of nowhere and ask you for money or a favor or something like that have you guys ever dealt with that you know because if you did and it and, and it maybe you maybe you never dealt with it. Maybe you're the person who does that to people, and maybe you don't even realize it. Um, that came up to me because uh, just last night I was on Facebook and someone came in my um, inbox asking me um, for money, you know, with, you know, to help out with their uh, with their light bill because I think their lights were going to be cut off and they had a certain part of the money for the light bill and they needed help. Um, to cover the rest and they was like hey this is not a scam if you want to you can um, go down to Walmart and, and here's my account number for my for the light bill you can pay you know this portion here you know they're telling me this and I'm thinking well whoever said I was going to do it and um, and then you know while you know I was you know I was reading the messages I went I scrolled up and I thought to myself okay just six months ago I mean, it shows in the messages you were just asking me for money that you did not get. And then we go six months, no, no, hey, no, how you doing, no nothing. And now you go six months needing money for your light bill. Sorry, my friend, but your light's going to get cut off if you're waiting for me to get it cut on. Because let me tell you this. I went through a life, you know, trying to help people out, you know, many times. I think I've used that part. I've used that uh, that up. Now I'm in the I don't give a damn part of my life that I've always tried to shy away from. 
because I've used up the niceness so much to where there's none left. I'm just like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't give a damn. If your lights get cut off, it would be really honest with you. I, I, that's your business because guess what? If my lights get cut off, I guarantee you, you're not going to give a shit about me. And I guarantee you, I will be left alone to figure out how to get it back on. Because for the most part, most people don't give a shit. So I'm thinking, I mean, that sucks for you. But hey, you know, maybe you stop smoking all that weed and all this kind of stuff. Maybe you have more money to, you know, to, to get your lights, to keep your lights on and stuff like that. Maybe you learn to conserve a little bit, you know. Um, it's not my business. I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't care, you know, and, and it just makes me think like, you know, the audacity to just randomly just be hit people up for money. No, you know, you don't know checking in on them. Like, like it would be different. It was like a friend who, who, you know, you chat with all the time and you know what's going on and, you know, they go long periods of time without asking for money. Then they get into a tight bind, bind and you think to yourself, yeah, I can help you out. But, you know, just random people is asking me for money. Hell no. I don't care. Sorry. I am really sorry. I know what it feels like to struggle and go through things. And I didn't get a, I didn't get help from nobody. So, and I remember, you know, helping people even when things were rough on me. And I still would help people. Well, I've used that up. So, no. So, that's why I say to, you know, some of these people, uh, some of my listeners here. Where do, you, where do you guys do with people who just randomly hit you up for money? Like, what is your response for that? Have you ever been through that? Or are you the person who does that? Or, you know, or, or have you guys ever experienced someone who pops up out of nowhere wanting to check in on you and you think to yourself, well, spirit says to you, this person is going to be needing something soon and they're going to, they're just trying to go ahead and sugar you up now and get you soft and soft and soft and ready for when they ask you the real question. Have you guys ever came across a person like that? I know I have. And every time I think to myself, oh yeah, in a day or two, they're going to be asking me for something. They, you know, and, it's, and it always happens. But um, the best response to say to those people is to, is to say, I'm sorry, I'm not able to, to do that right now. Granted, you can, but you don't need to really say all that. Just say, no, I'm sorry. I can't really help you right now. I'm not able to do it. They don't know why you're not able to do it. There could be a million reasons why you're not able to do it. And that's all you need to tell them. And I guarantee you, they're going to leave you alone. They're not going to ask you, how are you doing or how you've been or any of that. You don't have what they don't. If you don't have what they need, then they don't give a shit. So anyway, um, Ooh, I forgot. I wrote this on my on my notes here, and I forgot what this was about. Oh, yeah. By the way, guys, um, have you ever been in a situation where you're like, have you ever been a point in your life? And this is actually pretty positive, guys. Like, have you ever been a point in your life where you have? It's like you're, in, you're like you're in an epiphany stage. It's like it's like it's like your growth. You're in your growth stage where you're just noticing, realizing things about yourself, about people around you in your work, you know, in the world, the world itself, things, learning triggers in your life, how to avoid stuff. Um, you get interested in new endeavors, new things, and someone crosses you the wrong way or says something you the wrong way, and 
you say to yourself, like, you know, I really, I really could just really eat that, eat their ass up with, with words or something I could say. And you think to yourself, I don't have it in me. You ever, you know, like, you know, have you ever had that? Like, say for instance, you know, um, you know, somebody like your supervisor at work says something really, really rude to you or something like that. Not even a supervisor, a coworker, someone who has no authority over you says something really rude to you, whatever. And, you know, everybody's like, Ooh, Ooh, I know Shane's going to say something back, whatever. And you have nothing to say back and you move on with your day, like whatever, only because your non-response was a response. Let me tell you this. Not responding to people is a response. You know, it is a response. It's a powerful response. It's a, actually a, a, uh, a, um, end all response. A no response can be the nuke to a whole entire messy situation. Um, so when people say, oh, you should have, you should have said this and said this and you think to yourself, I should have, but I didn't want to, they didn't want, they didn't worth my energy for that. And at this, at this particular state in my life, now I don't know where I'll be in two or three months from now, but at this particular state in my life, I didn't have a response for them. I wish them well. I really do. I really, I really wish them well, whatever they got going on. I don't have a response for that. I, I, I can't meet that energy. I'd rather use it elsewhere in something that's worth my time. Um, I'll give you guys a recent example. Um, my mom's ex-husband, who passed away last year, his mother came to town um, to visit. And she's a nice lady, but, you know, I didn't care for her son. And to me, it's just really weird to be up in their face. And that's, and, you know in that lady's family's face. So I, I usually keep my distance because I'm not fake. You know, I, I didn't like him. I didn't like his son. We didn't like each other. Why do I want to come around his family? I'm not related to those people. Um, after his death, I'm sure he told them that we, you know, a lot of the drama we had going on. Why do I want to be looking up in their face? So my mom, she's one of those kinds of people. She's just one-sided. If you don't do what she wants to do, then you're going to hell because she's a churchy person. You know, God's going to punish you. It's just real stupid. But anyway, um, so the woman comes to visit here in Columbia. She's a very nice lady. Very, very nice lady. But the last time I saw her, she tried to get me to call her grandma. I didn't feel comfortable calling her grandma because, for one, I'm in my mid-30s. Um... Both of my grand, all of my grandparents are dead. They passed away. What, what makes you think that I want to call you grandmother? We don't have that relationship. And let's be really honest here, y'all. I'm going to be real. I'm going to keep it real, real honest. If you want to be my grandmother, girl, then you might have to come up out of your pockets. Yeah, that's what grandparents do. Hey, pay some of these bills. You know, you're not finna just... You know, just have me calling you grandma because that makes you feel better because you lost your only son. I'm sorry that happened, but you have actual grandchildren out there that don't don't show you no the time of day because they're so fixed up in their drugs. Sorry, lady, you're a nice lady. I'll call you miss this, miss that, but I'm not calling you grandmother. So that kind of killed my desire to even be around her because it was just I'm just you know and I thought about it. I was like you know what, 
my mother married that man um, in secret and didn't tell anyone until years later. And granted, the guy is dead and she's divorced for him, from him. But those are her people. You know, that those those people she know. Um, I'm not obligated to anything with those people. And, and she can't make me feel obligated. So my mom was like, oh, Miss Such and Such is going to be coming down this week, this weekend. Um, are you going to go see her and visit her? I said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I won't be able to do that. Why not? I said, because I'm, I'm, I'm honestly just, just flat out not interested. I'm not really interested in seeing anybody right now, to be quite honest with you. And she was like, see, the Lord don't like ugly. And I was looking at her thinking, um, you used to use those tactics on me, lady. You're not going to use those tactics on me anymore. Because to be quite honest, I don't give a give a damn what the Lord likes. So whoever runs the universe, I don't want to go. I don't owe her nothing. <laughs> I really don't. I have nothing against a woman. I think the lady is a very nice, sweet woman, but she's not my grandmother. I hated her son. Her son died of a drug overdose when I tried to tell my mother the guy was even on drugs and she never believed me. And, um... I feel weird. I feel weird. Like, I, like, I want, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, like everything I told my mom about this guy, all of it came true. And she always put this man before her only child. So it was like, yeah, I don't really want to be around that. This is really weird, especially considering how violent this man was towards my mother. That's another story. So why would I want to go sit up and deal with his people? Sorry, I'm not going. And she told me, my mom's like, oh, you know, God don't like ugly. Well, he just don't like ugly. And he clearly didn't like ugly with y'all because y'all didn't stay together. And the man's already in his grave. Sorry. You know, you know, we all got to go. But, um, lady, God don't like ugly. You need to watch yourself sweep around your own front door. Because true tea is, because this is the true tea here. I recently had a conversation with the woman. And my mom didn't know about it. And the conversation did not go well between us two. But I didn't tell my mom, and I'm assuming the lady did not tell my mother. So, you know, we had a, a disagreement about something, which was another reason why my grown ass and 30-something years old said, no, I do not want to go see her, is because I had reason to, and I didn't want to be messy. So I just, you know, saved face and decided not to show up. And some people just don't realize and don't respect your decision. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, I said a lot to that lady by absolutely saying nothing at all. You came all the way from up north to visit South Carolina, where I live. And I didn't even come by to speak. Yeah, that's that. That said a whole lot right there. And I didn't. And honestly, guys, I really did not do it to be nasty. I just honestly wasn't interested. I didn't feel like being fake. I'm still processing some things with them and the whole situation. So at the moment, no, I couldn't show up. And it's just, it is what it is. You know, I don't owe them anything. I've never done anything to them. And then, you know, I remember my mom's, you know, telling me, oh, God doesn't like ugly. Well, yeah, lady, figure out your own stuff um, and figure out why this man died. And none of your, none of your sisters even know that, that, uh, that y'all even got a divorce and they even know that y'all were even married. You know, they didn't even know that y'all were even married. You know, when they found out, 
um, it was at my grandmother's funeral, as a matter of fact, in 2012. And my mom wanted him to accompany her at the funeral. And they were like, well, you know, that's for husband and wife. And she was like, oh, yeah, we are married. You know, so it's just so it's just a little this weird, just weird. Um, and I spent years trying to save my mom and her secretiveness. You know, those Pisces, you got to watch out for those Pisces. They are crazy secretive. Um, whatever. So, like, you know what I'm saying? That's still a lot for a person to process. And and then I was trying to come around. I was trying to be really nice. And then I realized that I was doing this to make my mother happy. But that wasn't really fair to me because of how things she did things with me with that marriage and, and stuff like that. So I was thinking, you know what, dude? You don't owe them people nothing. Mind your business. Girl, if you want me to call you grandma and stuff like this, start sending me some grandma money like my grandparents used to do when they were alive. Let's be real here. Yeah. Start sending me some money. Start sending me some underwear and socks in the mail and gas money and food and all this kind of stuff. If you're not going to do that and you think we're just going to talk on the phone, I'm going to consider you grandma. I'm good. I got enough friends and aunties and stuff. I'm good, sweetie. But anyway, guys, I am at the 53 minute mark on this show. I hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, Anchor will cut my ass off at the 60 minute mark. And I don't want to do that. So I really appreciate you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Feel free to um, hit me up on my Instagram page. You can ask me any questions. Um, give me show ideas. Like I said, I am soon to be looking to have a co-host on the show. If you want to be a co-host or, you know, or, you know, just kind of do the show with me and just, you know, talk about things with me. I'm open to that. Just feel free to hit me up on my Instagram at risen as in R-I-S-E-N underscore Phoenix 93 on Instagram. And um, go ahead and hit the subscribe button to this show if you're listening to it on, well, the uh, bell button. If you listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just hit the bell button. I post shows weekly. Um, and yeah, so I appreciate you guys for listening. So on that note, I got to go. So I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.